Welcome to the Small Blower Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who eats sandwiches with a fork and knife. <laughs> okay. Brand Siegel. We went to, if anyone's been to Melt Bar and Grill, they have these grilled cheese sandwiches, and you put a ton of stuff in them. It's great. Okay. Come and, you know, endorse us, sponsor Very us. Very good. Okay, my sandwich was enormous. It was falling out, so I had to eat it. Okay, I had to. I told the waiter, I was like, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm doing that, but I had to. Did you see what was the other option? What was my other option? No, I mean, you made the right move. I just like to mess with you. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> um, today we have a good one, but before we go through our rundown, we have a special guest today. We do. Now, this is a zero-time NBA All-Star, has played in zero NBA games, uh, goes to Bowling Green State University, has not graduated yet, it is my roommate, one of my good friends, and Trevor's good friends, Ben O'Brien. How you doing, Ben? I'm doing well. I'd like to point out, we played basketball yesterday. The way I was playing, I'm on track. I can get to the NBA. Who, who made more I can shots? get to the NBA. Who made more shots yesterday, me or you? It's a rare one when I make a lot of shots. You made a lot of shots, but I mean... I think you made more. The defense ben was made suspect. more shots than any of us. Defense yeah, on you was suspect. Trevor and I both did not play the best defense in the world. Yeah, okay, well, nah. and here's what counts as the scoreboard, and I, I had like 20, so... You had well, a rare... It was ben a rare sighting. Points. No, no, sure. I think Ben did have the most points. Yeah, I think, I he, think did. he did. He kind of carried me. Shout out to Aaron. Aaron's, Aaron's really good at basketball. He was playing with us too. He was good at yeah, basketball. Yeah, he, he dunked on me. Yeah, he dunked on all the both guys. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's side. But, uh, Trevor, why don't you start us off with our rundown for today's episode? So today we're going to start off with uh, Jalen Johnson. He's uh, class of 2020, just committed to Duke for basketball. Uh, Zion RJ, the summer league game. Uh, the U.S. Women's National Team, they beat England earlier in the week in the semifinal 2-1, to one, and they also just beat Netherlands. We watched the game, so they are the champions of the Women's World Cup. Uh, we're going to get into small talk trivia. It's a little bit different today. We'll get into that when we get there. Randomly ranked, and then our main topic, which is going to be about NBA free agency. And we got a good one today, and uh, we're excited about Ben Beyond. We actually joke about how he's kind of the honorary third member of the podcast anyway. I'm excited to be here. I've, yeah. been, I've been a fan since day one. He sure, has been so. a fan since day one. He's heard about it for a little while. And he's our uh, live audience normally. I am your live, audi- I'm your live studio audience. Not, usually, not during so. the summer, but uh, during the school year. Definitely live it's nice audience. to be on the other end, for sure. Like, of course, of course. Uh, to start off, like Trevor said, Jaywin Johnson, who's the number four overall prospect um, in the 2020 class, so next year's class, committed to Duke. That is their second five-star recruit, along with Jeremy Roach. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Yeah. Um, Trevor, you probably know a little more about this than I do, but uh, he had he picked Duke over Kentucky, Arizona, Wisconsin, and probably many other schools. He's from Wisconsin. Uh, Nicolette High School uh, there in Wisconsin. What do you think about this signing? Um, so what I, I haven't seen a lot of Jalen Johnson, but obviously I've seen some highlights. He looks like super athletic, like a really good player. And, I mean, Duke, they just keep rolling. You know, they keep getting these great recruiting classes. Right now, they have the only two five-stars that have committed in the 2020 class, though Carolina does have a really good center in Dayron Sharp. But Duke, they just keep it going. Yeah, they. this is – I mean, they already got the two five-stars. I feel like if you get two five-stars over two years, you're doing a good job. But maybe not for Duke. That's probably, that's probably not doing well for Duke, right? You'd think that? I mean, it's still pretty good. <laughs> it's still pretty solid. Um, but, I mean, number four overall prospect this early. This is definitely a win for Duke. He averages 17 points and 9.2 rebounds in the Nike UIBL circuit. So, overall great player. Uh, any thoughts, Ben, on I mean, Mr. Johnson? It's obviously impressive. I feel like as long as Coach K is there, they're going to get these dudes because he's right. such a legend. His, right. It's just his name alone, his presence. He's going to get these high recruits. I mean, I would go there. We All, all three of us, we've yeah, talked we about did. this many times. We literally talked I about this I would for sure play Duke. Um, they get a lot of hate, but at the same time, they're good. They have tradition. And they Their bring fans people are to, awesome. the, uh, to the league. They do. Yes. 
Um, but moving forward uh, with our next small talk topic, uh, RJ and Zion had a little matchup. Uh, first, you know, once best friends, now foes, right? Right? Yeah, I mean, now they're competing against each other in the Summer League, Knicks versus Pelicans, which had an interesting... The whole game was interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Zion ended up getting a knee contusion, I think is what they ruled it as. Left, I think it was his left knee. Um, so he uh, went out, he only played nine minutes. Um, but you also have RJ, who decided to... You know, he forgot how to play basketball for a little bit. And you had a 7.1 magnitude earthquake mm-hmm. in Nevada. So... Yeah. This was an interesting game. What are your what are your takeaways from this game, Trevor? Um, it was pretty underwhelming. I think we expected more from both Zion and RJ. I mean, Zion did have that one highlight dunk where he stole it from Kevin Knox, but I think most of his points were dunks, and then obviously got injured, so we didn't get to see him play as much as we would have wanted to. And then obviously the game was uh, canceled because of the earthquake. So overall, I think it we expected a little bit more. So a little underwhelming. The the Knicks are their summer league team is. Is their NBA team like it's? They, they literally yeah, have like three is. guys who are four guys who are. I mean, they literally have probably four role players on this team. Like that will definitely play at least ten minutes next year. Yeah. What do, What did you think about this game, Ben? We watched this together. We did. We watched it live. Um, watching the warm ups, I thought it was interesting. Zion seemed to be. He was messing around. He was dunking. He was having fun. RJ seemed to really like. It seemed to me like he took this game personally. Like he wanted. He really wanted to show people that he's not just the third pick. He's not just. I feel like a lot of times people are going to compare him to Zion naturally. And he really wanted to come out and show that he's his own person, that the Knicks should be lucky to have him. And he just he didn't play that well. I mean, he was horrible. He really didn't play that well. Zion, honestly, Zion started, and he wasn't playing his game. Zion was shooting all these jump shots to start, and he wasn't going down low. Um, I think Zion quickly kind of found his rhythm a little bit before he got hurt. I don't think his injury is a huge mm-hmm. deal. I think they're just they're being cautious about it. Um, but it was definitely interesting to kind of see RJ. RJ really like he took this personally. He really wanted to show people that that he's the real deal. Yeah, so Zion, I mean, Zion went four for nine from the field, which is pretty solid for only nine minutes. He had 11 points. Uh, on the other side, RJ went a nice... This is, I think, a stat line that I would give in a rec- pickup league. That's, that's how bad I think it is. Uh, four for 18 from the field, one for eight from three. So not a great game for him. So what do you... Do you guys think RJ will have a successful NBA career? Let's, just, you know, let's, let's go a little smaller. Do you think his first year will be a successful year? Um, so it depends how we define success. I think he can probably put up a good, like, 15, 14, 15 points per game. I mean, you do have, like, other players. Now, Julius Randle, he's probably now the focus of their team uh, for the moment, or he's the best player on their team with this upcoming year. Right. But I think he'll still be um, successful. Again, he's not very efficient, so he'll probably shoot a low percentage his first year. But I think still just kind of getting used to it. Um, obviously, he has a ton to grow, but it'll be decent. What do you think, Ben? You think good year for RJ coming up? Kind of like what Trevor said. Success is all relative. I feel like um, I feel like he's gonna have a pretty. I don't want to say average, but he'll have a he'll have a good year. I mean, maybe not superstar right out of the league numbers, but he's gonna have a solid year. I mean, he's a really good player. He's got all these different assets to his game. I think he'll be fine. I'm not I'm not too worried about RJ. You know, I I think I'm gonna disagree with you both. I I do not think RJ is gonna have a fantastic NBA career. I think he will continuously be a role player and here's why i think he's a really great scorer as a whole but it'd be different if this was like one of the first times that a type of game like this has happened to him but it's happened multiple times against competition that's not nearly as good so what i'm concerned about is if if rj is able to find his rhythm and completely understand how he can score so the i mean a good example is like zion knows he shouldn't be shooting three pointers i don't know why he was doing that at the start of the game he shot like two right off the bat i think he went over two in the game from threes so he shot like two right off the bat and then started to you know go to his game with his dunking and more of a slashing type player uh and being like a slasher you know 2k reference 
But my point is, is I, I don't... RJ needs to be able to score, I think, from all assets and to be able to find his game. And I don't think he's a great enough three-point shooter and an exterior shooter. He's a, he's a great scorer, but is that going to be enough for him? You know, you see someone like a Damian Lillard who can score from all assets or like a Russell Westbrook who's a really, really good driver. You know, these guys have their, their a specific prototype and the type of a game. And I just don't... I don't know. I don't see him being that yet. I, I need to see proof. And he didn't show me that in college. He showed me that he's he was worthy of being a good player and being drafted, but not that he's going to have a successful NBA career, similar to like someone like Zion or John Morant. You guys get what I'm saying? Yeah, I think he shows flashes of being great. Right, right. But I don't think he has one particular skill that's like NBA level great. It's just good. So he needs to get be great. Right, of course. Well, moving forward, the U.S. Women's National Team, We, the three of us watched this morning, uh, took the dub, won the World Cup, as we predicted on the Small Bar Podcast. And I don't think anyone else predicted the U.S. winning, right? Will we be the only ones? Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. we were ahead of the curve for sure. <laughs> uh, obviously, I'm kidding, everyone. Uh, but my point is, is that the U.S. won 2 nothing. Uh, we had a Rafino penalty kick and Lavelle, Cincinnati. Yep, Cincinnati, Cincinnati native. Bread. Represent. Um, goals, uh, 17 shots on goal. Or 10 shots on goal, 17 shots overall versus Netherlands, only 5. Um, I predicted the 5-0 win, but they got the 2-0 win. So, you know, I'm going to take uh, half a dub for that. Okay, mm-hmm. but uh, Ben, what are your thoughts on this game? What, how did you feel about this game? Honestly, it was a really I really enjoyed watching the game. Mm-hmm. It was a physical game. Um Netherlands came in and Netherlands they came to play. Like they were not they did not seem to be intimidated by the United States at all. No. Um they came to play. Obviously the United States, I feel like as the game went on, they they got a lot more looks, they got a lot more chances. They kind of they're kind of slowly breaking down the Netherlands defense. Um but I was actually really impressed by the Netherlands. They had they had a lot of good looks. Um overall like it was a good game and the United States 2 nothing, obviously 2 nothing in soccer is not a huge uh, deficit or anything, but, like, United States was clearly the better team, but it was a better game than I feel like all of us kind of predicted, especially you. I mean, you said 5 nothing. Yeah, no, I said 5 nothing. Um, Netherlands came to play. I was very impressed with the Netherlands. And their goalkeeper, I read a thing, like, right before we started the podcast, that she's not signed to a club, and she was really good. The Netherlands goalkeeper? Yeah, yeah, oh, she really? was really good. Really good. But moving forward, just one quick uh, update from their other game against England. Um, that was 2-1, to one where the U.S. won closer than we thought. What were your thoughts on the England game, Trevor? Um, the England game was really good, just like the France game. Um, Alex Morgan, Kristen Press, they each had a goal. Um, so it was a really good game from, for the U.S. Overall, I mean, at the end of the day, the win's all that matters. That's what they did. They won. They got. They won the World Cup mm-hmm. back-to-back. So that's all that matters. Back-to-back-to-back? Mm-hmm. Is it three in a row? No, it's just it, two. Uh, is this two? Just two. Oh, they went Japan won in 2011. Oh, true, 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 true. Come true, on, true. fake fan. True, true, true. I remember that. I remember that now. <laughs> but moving forward to, uh, we had a shorter small talk today but going to small talk trivia we do small talk trivia a little bit different today uh with us three guests we did a little bit different with our last guest josh shout out to josh um being a great guest um but so today how we're gonna do it is all each one of us have come up with three questions where basically what we're gonna have is the person asking questions is gonna ask the other two they're gonna be given five seconds to answer the questions you you know kind of buzz in raise your hand and we'll call on each other um and you answer the questions and whoever comes up with the most questions wins Pretty self-explanatory. We've tried not to do the same sports, so it's not like I'm asking three NFL questions and Trevor's asking three golf questions. So we're just going to kind of start off. And Trevor, why don't you start us off with your first trivia question? All right, so my first question is going to be related to the NFL. And the question is, which team won the first Super Bowl? Oh, oh. Oh, Brandon. Green Bay Packers. That's correct. Now, I want to point out, 
<laughs> I'm just going to call us all out. Right before the podcast, I said we should come up with one more question in case the others are the same. My first question is literally that. <laughs> that was my. That was also my fourth question. It was your, it was your extra question. It didn't make the cut, but that was it's my extra question. <laughs> you can tell our... our I, I literally said before, I was like, we need to come up with one more question. But luckily, I have another out of five question. Do you know that. who they beat in that first Super Bowl? Uh, well, I have it here. I, I didn't know before like I did. Do you know who it's the is? Chiefs, yeah. Yeah, it's the Chiefs. the Chiefs. 35-10. So there's a nice little uh, bit. So next time you're doing trivia to people, ask that question. Because all three of us thought right. of that question. Okay, so the second one now is going to be related to college basketball. And you just have to name one of the teams that did this. There are multiple teams mm-hmm. that did it. So name a double-digit seed that has made the Final Four, Ben. UConn was one of them, I know. Is that one of them? A double-digit seed? Oh, no, not UConn. They uh, were like a nine seed. Villanova? Villanova was one of them. Brandon. Loyola Chicago. That is oh, that's, that's Let's that's go. Oh, I'm yeah. trying to go further. Two, I'm to, oh. No, I'm trying to go further back then. <laughs> I my, first, my, my initial guess was correct. VCU, but I was like, no, there were nine. Villanova wasn't VCU one of them. VCU was one of them. Oh, yeah. they were one of them. Dang. Yeah. Loyola Chicago was the easy one. I copped out and got the easy yep. one. Dang. All right. Okay, and my last question. Last question. Is related to the Men's World Cup. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who won the Men's World Cup in 2014? I know it. Ben. Germany. Correct. Good answer. Good answer. I thought you were going to say 2010, so I was like, oh, it's Spain. Like, I know it's Spain. So I was like, all right, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. And then you said 2014. I was like, oh, I don't remember. Okay. So two to one, Brandon, currently. Yep, two to one. Time for you to get some points. Well, you're not going to get points. Two to one to me, zero. But, yeah. I have zero. All right. Ben, you're, uh, you're up next with your three questions. All right. My first question is, in the NFL world, um, who owns the most regular season MVP awards in NFL history? Trevor? Peyton Manning. Yeah, it's Peyton Manning. He has, I believe, five. He has five regular season That's MVPs. Alright, next question. I'm gonna go golf. I'm gonna go golf with this next question. Um, this is a commonly known answer though. Which famous golfer is nicknamed the Golden Bear? Either of you guys golden know this? Bear. Who has golden the nickname Bear. the Golden Bear in golf? He's one of the greatest golfers of all time. He's from Ohio. He actually played at Ohio State University. The um, Ohio I'll State University. Who is it? Is it Jack Nicholas? It is Jack Nicholas. Oh, He's got dang. the nickname the Golden Bear. Okay. Third Trivia question. Who is the all-time assist leader in NBA history? Oh, it's a... Oh, I know it. Trevor? John Stockton. It is John Stockton. Oh, my God. Do you know who second is, Brandon? It's uh, second, Steve Nash. No, Jason Kidd. Steve Nash is third. Steve Nash is third. John Stockton has over 15,000 assists. Next closest is 12,000. Okay. All right. Over to my questions. You have three. I have two. Ben has one. Yeah. Correct. So... That is correct. Here... Ben, I need you to get... Well, I guess... Someone's gonna. If you get two, you win. Yes. But if you don't get two, then we're gonna tie somehow, mm-hmm. and we'll have to go to a tie-breaking question. Yeah. Which is it we, gonna? Is it gonna be who won the first Super Bowl? I want to point out <laughs> another thing. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm putting all of us on blast. I literally said before the podcast, I was like, oh, we're gonna have to come up with a tie-breaking question, and I kind of nominated myself for that, right? You did, yeah. You yeah, did. I have no tie-breaking question. <laughs> if it's us, then Ben will have to think of it. Okay, okay, we'll figure it out. I'm sure yeah. it'll be all right. Okay, so in Super Bowl 35, which is the 2001 Super Bowl, who was the MVP? 2001 Super mm-hmm. Bowl? Oh, I. Uh, Go ahead. I have Trevor? A, wait, 2001. Yep. I have a guess. I have a guess. Um, Quickly. Ray Lewis? Ray Lewis is the right answer. Ah, oh, <laughs> damn. I second guess myself. I didn't, I didn't think. I thought the Patriots won that, but they won 0-2. Well, I think technically the 2000 season was the Ravens, but okay. it was in 2001, correct? Okay. The Super Bowl was in 2001. Yep. the so 2001 was, was Super Bowl, yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of course. All right, next up here, what team defeated Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant, Lakers, the Lakers team, in the NBA Finals? 
Trevor. Detroit Pistons. That is correct. I did not know that one. So Trevor, I no wait, so you, you have one. I've already won. You have yeah, one. He already we'll go two. to the next one. We'll go one more. I'm playing for pride here. I need another point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to finish in last, right? We'll I have mean, to do it. It's all right. He's already last. I'm cool all with right. it. <laughs> what team did UCLA not defeat in their title game during their amazing 10 to what? Who? San Trevor. Francisco? That is not correct. Uh, Wait, what, you didn't finish the question. I didn't. This dude just wanted to answer. It's like <laughs> me the other day with small time Trevor West, like Kentucky, instead of uh, Florida. San Francisco. No, yeah, finish the question. Team. What team did UCLA not defeat in a title in a title game during their amazing run of ten titles in twelve years? I think I know who it is. But what team did they not defeat? Them. Yeah. What team did they lose to? In the championship. Mm-hmm. Uh man. I don't. I have an advantage because I read like a yeah, book about John Wooden. So. All right. Well, I this is no gonna. Idea. This question is past its time. I have no I, idea. I, I, the answer I, is Houston. Oh. I I, I was thinking okay. Houston, but I was like, oh no, I don't want to guess Houston. Dang. Yes, that makes sense. Um, but that was pretty good. Trevor took the dub there. Uh, I know normally I win this type of stuff, but it's it's nice to see a change. And, it's good. It's yeah. good that I took the dub. It's good he took the dub. All right, moving forward with randomly ranked. Um, today we have an interesting randomly ranked. This is who came up with this randomly ranked. It wasn't me. It was Trevor. It was Trevor. So we're gonna do our three biggest pet peeves. So I'm gonna start. My third one is a is a funny one that I thought of. Um, I hate when people say obviously a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, who does that? Obviously, you guys should know that it's Trevor who does that. (laughs) I'm joking. I don't hate that. That is not one of my biggest pet peeves, but. It is kind of funny. Uh, number two is people who don't pay you back for things. That's a huge pet peeve of mine. Uh, ben and I, we live together. I don't know if you guys picked that up or if mm-hmm. I said that earlier. I think I said it earlier. Um, and uh, I try to always pay back. Quick story. Quick story time. A couple, like like a month ago or two months ago, Ben vet, Venmo requested me for some money for mm-hmm. whatever it I was. Did. I don't even remember what it's for. And it took me quite a while to get it back. Dude, it took you at least three days. It was, I, it at was, least three days. I, I don't heard- think it was a week. Yeah, you, you said you forgot about I it. I forgot, like, that you didn't pay me yet. So when you paid me, I was like, oh, bonus. And I was like, oh, wait, no. He owes me that. So then the other day, Ben requested me for some money for something. And I was on my phone when it happened. And I remembered that happening. So I was like, oh, I'm going to do it right away. So in about half a second, I clicked it. You said, it was real quick. You were like, whoa. Like, I, was, I was confused. I was, I, was, I was actually confused. I didn't know what was going on. Because I expected it to be, like, a week before you pay me back. Yeah. Normally, I'm pretty good at it. Normally, I'm pretty You're good. pretty decent yeah. about it. You're pretty that decent That one time was not the best. But then my number one biggest pet peeve is I hate people who are not, like, clean. Like, just do stuff that are not clean. I'm a very neat and organized person, so I like everything being clean and in the right spot. You got me, Ben? Am I, I, mean, I, am I, I like it. that? Wait, are you calling me out? <laughs> no, 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 okay, no, no, okay. no. You're very clean. You're all very right. clean. Not calling you out at all. I'm just saying, like, I personally, like, I hate yeah, no, no, not you don't right. have stuff in the right that place. That does bother you, yes. Uh, ben, you're up next. Three biggest pet peeves. All right, my first pet peeve. Let's see how many of these I do. <laughs> all right my first, my first pet peeve i've hated this for a long time i hate when people say a hundred instead of 100 okay so like if somebody says oh that costs a hundred dollars no it's 100 dollars. i hate right? that um my second one i hate when i get my socks wet if i'm like in my socks and i step in a puddle hate right? that worst feeling in the world my third pet peeve and probably my my like biggest one is i hate when people wear sunglasses inside sunglasses inside not you don't necessary. do that. Not don't necessary. That. Go ahead, Trevor. There's no reason. Those, those three all make sense. Um, my first one, and this is really no particular order, but people who drive and don't use turn signals. <laughs> like, you have to yeah. let others, quick, other people know. Quick shout out to my girlfriend, Kayla. She hates that. And everyone go take a look at our Twitter, at Smaller Baller Pod. Kayla made one of the coolest pieces of artwork yes. for my birthday ever. 
It was very nice. Very, very cool. When we get our own studio, it's getting hung up. It has to. Because it's that yeah, cool. Yeah, for sure. But for now, it'll be in my room because it's awesome. So shout also, out, Kayla. Obviously. Um, yeah, also, so, obviously. So another, obviously, yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously, that will happen. Another one is, I don't like when people give me, like, short notice on, like, plans. So, like, Brandon actually did this yesterday. I did this yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I like to know, like, a day ahead of time, like, the night before, like, hey, this is what we're doing tomorrow. Not, like, two hours ahead. Mm-hmm. So that's another one. And then the third one is when people say they're bored. Because to me... <laughs> I never get bored. I feel like it's, like, there's always something to do. There's always ways to entertain yourself. Like, why are you bored? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's annoying. One of us sitting here, and I'll give you a clue. It's not me, and it's not Trevor. Says they're bored maybe five times a day. I'm bored just sitting here right now. Like, <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. No, you I'm really kidding. No, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, yes, okay. No, I say that a lot. So never I'm, invited I'm back. I'm sorry, Trevor. I, I do say that a lot. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that was our randomly ranked for this week. That was a fun randomly ranked. I like that idea, but... Moving on to our main topic, because we got a lot to talk about. We're probably going to even continue this into a later podcast, because there's so much to talk about. Um, but NBA Free Agency was last Sunday at 6 o'clock. A lot of big stuff happened. Uh, we're going to start off with what I personally think is the biggest thing. The biggest, I mean, it is, because it was the biggest surprise. We didn't know this was going to happen like at all. Um, and that is the Clay Thompson extravaganza in L.A. Um, he signed a four-year, $142 million deal with the Clippers, um, and Paul George came with him. Uh, he got traded to the Clippers uh, for a ton of different things, which I'll list off in a second. But Trevor, what are your opinion? What is your opinion of what happened with Kawhi Leonard and uh, Paul George? So first of all, I want to say that I'm very happy with this move because the NBA season next year is going to be awesome. We have all this parity. In my opinion, there's eight teams that have a realistic shot of winning the title. So I'm happy that he's going to the Clippers. I also like the Paul George trade for both teams because I feel like the Clippers. They had to do this because Kawhi wasn't going to the Clippers without a second star. He wanted Paul George there, so the Clippers had to make this happen. I also like it for the Thunder because it's been proven that uh, Paul George and Westbrook can't win together, so they have to rebuild, and now they're doing that. They get like five, I think it was like six picks in addition to Shea Gilgis and Daniel Gallinari, so very good for both teams. Yeah, Trevor, or Ben, what are your thoughts on this trade? Well, my first reaction was, first of all, this broke at like 2 in the morning, so I woke up at 8.30 and I, my phone was blowing up. And my first reaction, of course, selfishly as a LeBron fan goes, really, the Clippers, like, why you got to go to the Clippers? We know you want to go to L.A., go to the Lakers. But in reality, I think Kawhi Leonard and Paul George will fit very well together. Um, I think they're obviously they're both tremendous players. Um, I think, like what Trevor said, I think the NBA is this coming season is going to be so great because there are so many teams that have a lot of question marks that we have no idea what they're going to do, right. how they're going to do. So I think... This furthers the NBA in a, in a way that, like, we've had all this era of super teams for so long now, and there are these quote-unquote super teams still, but they're, it's kind of more evenly matched at this point. Right, right. Um, kind of the, So here was the trade. It was uh, Gilles Alexander, Gallinari, four unprotected first rounds, a protected first round pick, and two pick swaps. Um, so it, they gave up a lot, but I, I think it's worth it. Um, just kind of one quick thing. That uh, we'll probably talk about this on another podcast. This is definitely something I want to talk about. The players have a lot of power in the NBA. A mm-hmm. lot of power. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this stuff didn't happen ten years ago. Right. So it's it's very interesting that stuff like this happens where Paul George, you know, just anything. I I'm, I want to trade now, and it kind of happens. Um. So you know, all of it's very very interesting. But moving on, because we have a lot of guys to talk about and not a ton of time. Kevin Durant signed with the Nets. Uh, four years, hundred sixty four million dollar deal. Did not take the max with uh the Warriors. Ben, what are your thoughts on Kevin Durant signing with the Nets? And Kyrie Irving, for that matter. We'll kind of do, let me quickly go over. Kyrie Irving signed a four-year, $141 million deal. 
So they're there for the long haul. We got those two players there for a little while. Ben, what are your thoughts? Well, my first thought is, as I have no ties to New York at all, I think it's hilarious that the Knicks didn't get Kevin yep, Durant. I, I think that's hilarious. I agree. Um, I, I do. I really do. I like Kevin Durant and Kyrie together because I like Kevin Durant with other superstars. I think it's more fun to watch. Um, I Same with Kyrie. I think Kyrie with LeBron was so much fun to watch. I think this will be just as fun to watch with Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Obviously, Kevin Durant's not going to play this first year. Um, but I'm happy. I have nothing against Brooklyn. I think, honestly, why, like, why not Brooklyn? I think they have a good organization. They set this up really well. Um, I think I think it's going to work out well for them. I really do. In the East, I think they'll be all right. Of course. Trevor, thoughts? Yeah, also, I wasn't really surprised they didn't go to the Knicks. I think that it would have been hard for them to win. Obviously, they were one of the favorites, but I think the Nets was a better move than the Net, than the Knicks. Obviously, the Clippers would have been another good option, potentially. But I think this will be good. Obviously, he's out for a year. But when he comes back, I think that the Nets will be a title contender with those two. Oh, definitely. Here's here's the one thing about this. I, I think it's great for them. I wouldn't have done anything different. This is a project. Kevin Durant's not going to be playing for a year. Mm-hmm. And additionally, those Achilles injuries, you don't come back from them so great. The one good thing, though, is it's Kevin Durant. You know, if anyone can come back from something like that, besides maybe LeBron, he's probably the second pick to someone who can really come back from those injuries. But they're hard. It's not easy to come back from those injuries. So, I mean, we'll see. But I think they'll be good the first year. I think they'll be great the second year, towards the end especially. Moving on, Kemba Walker signed a four-year deal, $141 million, with the Boston Celtics. And this is, this is an interesting deal. Uh, because I did they they did I don't think they upgrade I don't think they had a choice really but I guess they it kind of panned out for them that they got another superstar but did it did it end up working out Do you guys think it worked out Ben What do you think Um I think I think it worked out I mean Kemba Walker has proven that he's a good player Obviously he's an all star Um My biggest thing was I really thought he wanted to stay in Charlotte It made it, he made it seem like he wanted to be there for a while Um So obviously the Celtics did what they had to do Honestly good for them. Kyrie's gone. Kemba Walker is obviously not Kyrie, but he's a solid replacement. I think he'll fit in well. Um, I'm I'm high on Kemba Walker. I really am. I think he's a solid player. I really do. I love Kemba Walker. Um, and actually, you Trevor, you opened my eyes a lot on him um, and how you know he really is great. He's not Kyrie Irving. Definitely. Uh, not. And Al Horford's gone. They're definitely going to take a step back, but I think it's going to be one step back to take two steps forward. Yeah, I agree. Um, I like this move for the Celtics. Obviously, if they didn't get Kemba, they would have fell back towards maybe a seven or eight seed. Um, and now I think with Kemba, they're still in the position position where they're going to get a top four seed again like last year. So they'll be in the mix. Obviously, they're not quite on the same level as the Bucks and Sixers, I believe. But if they can get another front court piece, then I think they will be back in the mix. So I like it for the Celtics. Obviously, I think that um, there were problems with the team chemistry with Kyrie and some of his comments. So I think from that aspect, Kemba will be better for the Celtics. Yeah, I agree. I I, I, I know the East is weak, but I don't know if they're going to get a top four seed. I, Horford was a big deal. I, I think they, they have missing parts. Rozier's not going to be there. Um, I, I think that they, they need to uh, kind of tune everything up a little bit. Uh, and we'll see what happens. Maybe the chemistry does become better and they kind of do just as well or even a little bit better. But overall, I don't find, you know, a ton of stuff happening with them. Um, but, you know, maybe they do well. We'll see. Moving on, we're going to move on to someone else who switched teams. Um, next up, we're going to have Jimmy Butler, who went from the 76ers to your heat, Trevor. Yes. So I'm going to let you start this off. Four years, $142 million. Give me your thoughts. You know better than anyone about the heat. Yeah, so I'm very conflicted on this, honestly. Um, I kind of wanted us to go in a different direction, and I wanted us to, like, do a full rebuild. But now we do have Jimmy, and I do like him as a player. I just think ultimately it's going to be tough 
now like we really have to win soon with him so we need another piece obviously there's now rumors russell westbrook could be an option which i would love even though i don't think we can win a title with that team i would love just because i love those two guys together but overall i mean i like that we got rid of white side so i do like that move overall we did get better so i'm i'm all right with it and i'm gonna i'm gonna shift gears just a little bit with you trevor did or not with you trevor excuse me with ben do you think the 76ers got better from what happened because um, they added Horford, they lost Butler though, so now they have Horford and Bede, uh, Harris, Tobias, right, Trevor? Tobias, yeah, Tobias, Tobias, yeah. Tobias Harris, um, and Ben Simmons. So they still have good pieces, but do you think they and they lost Redick? So do you think they they ended up getting better, worse, or stayed the same? I'm gonna say I think they got better. I really do. Obviously, JJ Redick is an extremely important part of their offense. Yeah. Al, or, Al, Al Horford is older. He is. What is he, 34? Something like that. Yeah, he's he's, around he's there. in around his mid-30s. But he's still a good player. Um, I think they'll be just fine. Jimmy Butler, obviously we know what he brings to the table, but I think they'll be okay without him. I really do. I'm not too worried about the 76ers. If Joel Embiid can stay healthy, they'll be all right. Yeah, and we, that's, that's important. It is. But. We were talking about this the other day. Uh, I think it was yesterday. About how if Embiid's healthy, I think they'll do better. I really think they do. The two bigs are important. I know it's kind of a guard-dominated league, but I, I, I think I'm impressed with how the 76ers ended up taking all these stars they had and kind of making them into something new. Uh, but moving on very quickly to one last player, D'Angelo Russell did something a little wacky. We didn't see it coming. But I feel like this has happened with the Warriors multiple times. We didn't see Durant going to the Warriors. Uh, but D'Lo decided to sign a $117 million deal over four years with the Warriors. Did, does D'Lo help the Warriors enough to keep them where they're at? So I think this is definitely a win for the Warriors, not necessarily for him uh, helping them win, but I think he's a huge asset that they could potentially trade. Obviously, without Clay for most of the year, um, he's going to be able to help them, you know, stay in like a top four or five seed, hopefully, uh, for their sake. Um, but I think he's going to be a huge trade asset for them, potentially. Right. Ben, quickly, thoughts on D'Angelo Russell? I'm extremely high on D'Lo. I think he's an amazing player. Uh, good for the Warriors. Good for them. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I'm happy with it. Um, but to finish up the episode today, we're going to go with our quick prediction. Um, I'll start off. My quick prediction is by the end of next week and before our new episode on Sunday, the Clippers will have the best odds in the NBA to win the championship. Ben, what is your quick prediction? My quick prediction is home run derby tomorrow in Cleveland. Right, in right Cleveland. Here. My quick prediction is that Josh Bell, member of the unfortunately Pittsburgh Pirates, who I do not like, right. he will win the home run derby. He's killing it this year. I think he'll win the home run derby. So prediction? Um, I'm going to give a little of a different one. I'm going to say Jamal Crawford, who has not been signed by a team yet, I believe. I hope I'm correct on that. I'm going to say he's going to go back to the Clippers and help out Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. On to minimum? potentially win the title. On minimum? Yeah, I believe so. I think it's got to be on a minimum at this yeah. point. Um, but that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Ben, for coming on. Yeah. We really, really appreciate it. Honorary third member. Drop your socials so everyone can follow you. All right. My Instagram and Twitter is B underscore O'Brien, O-B-R-I-E-N three, the number three. B underscore O'Brien three. Mm-hmm. Give me a follow. Yeah. And also, please follow Trevor and I on Twitter and the Small Baller Podcast at Small Baller Pod. We are now on multiple streaming platforms, uh, multiple podcast platforms. We're on Apple Podcast. That's a good one. Spotify. <laughs> that's a great one. We're on TuneIn. Come on now. At this point, there's no excuse. No Google excuse. Play, no excuse, no excuse not excuse. to listen. No excuse. Give us a sub. Uh, leave us a comment. Tweet us. We'd like to hear your guys' thoughts. Um, but until next time, thank you all so much for the support. Um, and we'll see you next Sunday. Go Falcons.